This is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to you once again from our studios here. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, bringing you another study on the old Trailblazer broadcast. We're looking at a series of studies now that recently began on the uh, Antichrist Bible or the RSV Bible. We're bringing you a Bible study on the error that's in our land abounding in our land today and how that Satan's forces, satanic forces, have attacked and attempted to destroy and all but destroy God's word with revision and all of those things that they have done to the to the uh, to the good sound Bibles, the King James Version Bible. And we're bringing you a series of study refuting the error, showing you the error that's there. In our last study, we offered you a little pamphlet that I put together uh, on, on Bible versions. We have a, a, a paragraph or two on every kind of Bible showing you the, the errors or the omissions and the things that they leave out of the Bible, Bible, each chapter and verse. I'll be glad to send you that little pamphlet. It's three or four pages, uh, letter-sized pages, and I'll be glad to send it to you if you write me. Let me, let me read what it says about the RSV Bible or the Antichrist Bible, we call it. The Antichrist Bible uh, being reviewed is produced by the National C uh, Council of Churches, and it, and the, and listen now. Let me go back and say that again. It's produced by the National Council of the Churches of Christ and Thomas Nelchers, Nelson Publisher. That's who it was published by, the National Council of Churches. Well, he shows here in reviewing this book how it leaves out the blood in Colossians 1.14. The word begotten is left out of John 3.16, leaving the impression that Christ was not virgin born. They took out Jehovah and Calvary. The revision committee members openly denied the virgin birth and the deity of Christ. Now in the revised standard version, NRSV, it's a revision of the RSV with Roman Catholic scholars and women added to the committee, language committee, and the language there become, became inclusive, removing all masculine language referring to human beings apart from the text that clearly refers to men, also translating some direct speech as indirect speech in order to use inclusive language. Their goal was to eliminate all masculine references to the deity. But listen. They were, they were not able to do so. This quote come from Mesker's, The Making of the NRSV. Now, let me get back to our study. We're looking at uh, the Antichrist Bible or the RSV Bible that's been, been produced. And I want to bring you uh, just a doctrinal statement of the Antichrist today. We've, uh, we take up the study of this new Revised Standard Version. I know it's been on the market for quite a while, but this Bible was put out by the Division of Christian Education of the National Councils, Council of the Churches of Christ in the United States of America. The New Testament section copyrighted in 1946 and the Old Testament copyrighted in 1952. To get a true perspective of this RSV version, which we will call for argument's sake, the Antichrist Bible, from which we will quote when, it, when we come to the scene to establish claims, his claims as the economic Messiah. But first, we want to just lay a foundation. In laying this foundation for a correct review of this Bible, we want to study first the subject, the doctrine of the Antichrist. As we behold the dead spiritual condition of our churches, we face this question. What has brought about such spiritual dearth over our land? 
Why have such great old Bible doctrines as the sovereignty of God, the total depravity of man, the salvation of grace through blood redemption, the person and work of the Holy Spirit, and the imminent return of our Lord back to earth again? Why have these great old doctrines been so ignored and so relegated to the background, or in so many quarters laughed at, scoffed at, and ridiculed? Then, why are those who champion and proclaim these great old doctrines called crazy and outlawed, outlawed and crackpots and, and kooks? Why? By the religious world today. Now listen, brethren, there's a cause for that. And we want to get down to the bottom of that cause and face facts. When we do, we will better understand why there is an undercurrent movement on the part of Satan to try to displace the Holy Bible by this new Revised Standard Version Bible. To rightly understand this spirit of Satan, let us consider at this time the doctrine of the Antichrist set as set forth in God's Word. Now, I want you to turn with me, if you have your Bible, turn with me there to 2 Thessalonians 2, 1, 2, and, and through, through verse 12. And I want to read. Folks tell me that I don't back up the words I say with the verse and chapter. I do. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. It's a little lengthy, but I'm going to read it for you at this time. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by letter from us, as that they as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worship, so that he, as God sitteth in the temple of God, speaking of the Antichrist now, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you of these things, and now ye know what withholdeth or hindereth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth hinders or will let, will hinder until he be taken away, taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked one be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them a strong delusion that they might believe a lie and, and that they might all be damned who believeth not the truth and hath pleasure in unrighteousness. Now we've set forth here in unmistakable terms the coming of Antichrist, which Paul calls the man of sin. Yes, the man of sin, the son of perdition. In that third verse, then in the fourth verse, he says, he will sit in the temple of God, showing himself that he is, showing himself that he is God. And in the eleventh verse, he calls him the lie, the opposite of the Lord Jesus Christ, the truth. Now let's turn to Isaiah 14 and read a couple of verses there in the twelfth chapter. How art thou, how art thou fallen, O Lucifer? 
How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend unto heaven. I will exalt my throne above all the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the Most High. I will be like the Most High. Here we have set forth in the, the doctrine of the Antichrist. In Isaiah 14, 14, he says, I will be I will be like the Most High. I will become God. And what it means, now, listen, it means I will become like God. I will become God. Now, let's go back to Genesis 3, 5. For God hath, listen now, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Oh, listen, my friend. The doctrine of the Antichrist is simply this, he, that he is God. Now, where did he get this doctrine? He got it from his father, the devil. The doctrine made the devil what he is. Before Satan, who was originally known as Lucifer, believed this lie, he was honored by the angels, he was the anointed cherub, the highest of all the created beings of God, and it is said that he was the sum total of all beauty and purity, according to Ezekiel 28. When Satan aspired to be God and was cast out of heaven, his first move was to corrupt man. Therefore he approached Adam and Eve with this statement, for God doth know that in the days ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. In other words, he said, you'll be your own God. The same wicked idea and the same lie that caused Satan to fall caused our first parents, Adam and Eve, to fall. Satan saw that he could not himself be exalted directly as God, but he, was, he conceived the idea of causing men to rebel and to aspire to be as God. Working through man, possessing man, taking control of man, he began to think to raise man to the throne of God and thereby through him control this earth as God himself. Now, this is the doctrine of the Antichrist, that man shall be God and that man himself shall be his own God. Now, we're living in a day, my friend, when this doctrine is being accepted worldwide. We, don't you see all that's coming upon this earth? Don't you see the slow decline? Oh, it's not too slow now, is it? The rapid decline of uh, the apostasy, the downgrade. If you hear anything on the news, if you read the paper, you see those things that's coming. Our country, our, our nation, America, the United States of America, founded on the principles of God, how that, how that they, they left there where they were and it's because of persecution. And they came here to be able to worship freely. And now Satan has influenced our judicial system, our political system, our economic and social system as to where our little old children in the preschool and pre-kindergarten cannot bow their heads at their little old desk and say, thank you, Lord. They cannot carry a pencil to school that says God loves uh, sinners. They, they can't do that. They can't pray before a football game. They can't do anything. Our, our so-called statesmen, and yet they hire a, 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 pa a chaplain to come there to the House of Representatives and to the Senate, our so-called great, great seat of government, and have prayer every time they have an opening service. What hypocrisy, my friend. But let me tell you something. 
It's not a prayer. Just somebody writes a little script down and this fellow reads it. But my friend, they don't pray to the Lord. But listen, I'm just trying to tell you, trying to show you. That's what a reason I'm bringing these studies. And we're going to get in to this uh, spirit of the Antichrist and all of those things. How that he, he is watering down, watering down every vestige of, of Scripture and, and making light. I read a political editorial the other day by a political syndicated author taking the Ten Commandments to a, to a, to a, a skinning because of this man over there in Alabama wanted to have the Ten Commandments in his office. And he went down one by one from the one through number ten, and he made light of them. This is a world nationwide, nation, nationally known, syndicated uh, writer. And he made fun of every, every verse of the Ten Commandments, every one. He did. And, oh, listen, my friend, what blasphemy. Did you know folks like that wind up in hell? Did you know that? My friend, you don't, you don't, you don't do that. Oh, listen, I brought a message recently on this, on this passage of Scripture that this, this says God is still on the throne. You know something, my folks? The old trailblazers are just foolish enough to believe that God is still on the throne. And I do. And I bring you these studies in hope. My hope and my prayer is that there'll be a blessing to you. It might be an eye-opener to you. My friend, everything that's religious is not of the Lord. Everything is so-called spiritual is not of the Lord. Satan has his emissaries, his preachers, his pastors, his evangelists, ever, wherever where you can turn. And they're, they're, they're influencing the, the seminaries and colleges of this world, of this nation, and watering down the gospel. And nobody wants the King James Version Bible anymore. We hear it our radio Bible and book room. We don't sell anything but the King James Version of the Bible. I wish you'd write me. This is the old trailblazer. We'll get into our next study. Old trailblazer. My, my address is Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658.